On today's episode, it's time for another $50 challenge over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is episode 102 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is the Off the Monorails podcast, and of course, I'm your host, Jordan. Joined today, as always, back at it with Justin and Ryan. He's back. What's up, fellas? What's up? Welcome back, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, had some had some things going on traveling back home from Georgia, and uh, I'm only one man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I said on the show, um, that... Yeah, we we're all we're all very busy people and we all have a lot of things going on. And when you take some time to your for yourself and to go and enjoy some some activities, you know, then you deserve some time to yourself to do those things. So, uh, you know, we we let you off the hook and uh, allowed you to enjoy some some time. I know you do the same for us and I hope you uh, hope you had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'm glad you guys uh, approved my PTO. Stands for prepare the others. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it was it was nice to get some some downtime. But uh, I did I did miss uh, last week's recording. It didn't feel right uh, not being a part of it. So it's going to be kind of cool to listen back to a recording that I don't know, you know, how it went. So I, I kind of get like an or- organic <laughs> feel to it. Um, looking forward to it. We had fun with it, didn't we, Jordan? Oh, yeah. It made me want to be at uh, Festival of the Arts, that's for sure. Absolutely. And coincidentally enough, when this episode drops, I'll be on my way to the festival for that weekend. But I know, Ryan, at the time of this recording, you got you, what's what's going on? What's going on tomorrow with you? Uh, yeah, uh, at the time of this recording, we have already uh, locked in a trip back to the parks this weekend. So yeah, uh, in real time tomorrow, Friday, we will be going back down and we will be enjoying opening weekend of festival of the arts. So I will be there for the opening festivities Saturday morning. First thing, uh, I cannot wait. It's my first time back since late October. I miss, you know, festival of the holidays and Christmas time at Disney. So I've, uh, I've got some revenge I've, trip. Yes, revenge trip. <laughs> I've got some loose ends to tie up, and uh, there's not a beer flight safe in World Showcase. I can guarantee you that. And there, there will be a new popcorn bucket coming home with me. I don't care what Brianna says. Yeah. She said I wasn't getting it. <laughs> Still getting it. I yeah, get it, yeah. get it. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you'll get to you'll get to listen to the episode previewing the festival on your during your drive down to Disney. And then, you know, uh, kick off kick off Saturday with a day, which is day two of the festival, and uh, kick it off with a with a bang and have at it. So I'm sure you'll have a lot of content for all the followers on uh, on the socials there too. So now's the time, guys. At off the monorails, if you're not following, go follow us, especially mm-hmm. on Instagram. So uh, get a lot of a lot of good stuff 
on that opening weekend for the festival. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've uh, been able to gather some content, so I'm looking forward to to scratching that itch again because I've I've missed it. I missed the challenge of trying to <laughs> come up with a new concept on the fly or just you know walking to a ride, but then you see it, you see a shot of something or you see like something going on. You're like, I've got I've got to grab this real quick. Like I, you know, yeah. some of these things you see and instantly you, you know what you're going to make with it, but some stuff you kind of just get some <laughs> B roll stuff and sit on it for a while. So I've, I've gone through all of my B roll stuff and I need, I need a new repertoire for, for the new year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always, isn't that, it's a challenge, uh, but it's, it's super fun, right? It is, it is kind of like a hunt when you're thinking about content, you're thinking about capturing moments right yeah and it's it, i find it super intriguing i i love it myself um and you know it just allows you to kind of like you said scratch that itch um creatively uh for and especially for other people right well a lot of people listen to this show to live vicariously to experience the parks through based on our experiences because they can't get to the parks as often as we do and we don't get to the parks as often as a lot of others, right? Uh, especially people living much lo- more, you know, closer to Disney than we do. Um, but people are still looking for that insight. People are still looking for that experience and for and you know, just just to see, right? And just to see and feel. And that's what we hope we can provide by with some of this content. Yeah, we got to have fun with it. We got to joke around with a lot of it too. Um, but there's also moments where you you want to share the pure you know, joy of, of being able to be at Disney. So, yeah, I, I do like that part where you, you create moments that become moments for other people too, that are, are yearning for yeah. that, that, that content for the day, just to kind of put them there mentally if they're having a shit day. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yep. do, I do the same it, thing. I consume other people's, you know, content <laughs> and it, it, it puts me in a good place. So, yeah. So follow us, at Off the Monorails, your preferred social platform. Uh, we primarily do uh, Instagram for a lot of like the live, uh, going live, streaming, uh, things like that. So Instagram is uh, preferred. Uh, so check that out for sure. And, uh, you know, as you're listening to this uh, episode premiering, I'll be headed down for the festival and I'll be capturing more content and going live and things like that too. So, we're gonna have back-to-back weekends of a lot of uh, a lot of content for you guys, and I mean, I just I can't wait. Right, I don't know if you've taken a peek at the festival menus, but I'll tell you, a lot of things are returning that were last year favorites, uh, including that whole Germany booth is all the same, oh which I know you loved, I love too, mm-hmm. and all the rainbow flights are back over at the Odyssey Pavilion. So, yeah. And the coffee old fashioned, uh, I I cannot wait to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Well, we all we always seem to let this get away from us. So before we uh, before we go any further, <laughs> this is always our coffee break, brought to you by our friends at expeditionroasters.com. If you would like to check out their website, there is a link to it in our episode description. It is our personal affiliate link. So make sure you go there and get you some good coffee. Use the code off the monorails at checkout to save yourself 10%. They've uh, actually got some special sales going on right now. Um, see if you can grab some of that while they last. There are probably some lingering holiday roasts left over. 
uh, before some of the Valentine's Day stuff rolls around. But uh, either way, get your cart to $65 or more and get yourself some free shipping. But uh, first and foremost, just get you some of that good coffee. And that is at expeditionroasters.com. So, uh, yeah, here's the coffee break, and uh, we'll reel this thing back in. All right. Uh, so, first things first, Disney announced, guys, that we've got our first round of quote-unquote good-to-go days now as annual pass holders. Uh, we can go to the parks at any time that we want to on certain days. Uh, park hopping is back. You can park hop all day long, which is also a very nice return. Yeah. Here's the kicker for me. All right, so the good-to-go days is, you know, they're designated days where you don't have to make a park reservation, right? Uh, so you can just get up and go to the park. You don't have to make a park reservation at all and just go like it was in the days of old. Uh, however, are these good-to-go days a value? Are the, are they yeah. a big deal? I I think it's I'm almost a takeaway, of, and it's just being guys. I'm thinking, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just like, hey, we're going to open these – what I think it is is that they've now used, and we kind of talked about this a little bit on an episode a while back, but what I think it may be is that they've taken this data for the past, what, three years now yep. that we require park reservations, and I think they've taken this data and they've determined, all right, these are the least busy days we have out of every month. Let's pack in the pass holders. And let's pack in the pass holders by saying, hey, you don't need to make a reservation for these days. So it'll almost encourage pass holders to say, well, now I'm going to make plans to go that day. Because I don't have to make and a reservation. It's one less thing I got to correct. do. Correct. Correct. But, hey, these days happen to fall in the middle of the week. Well, I can't just go for one day. I'll just make a couple day trip out of it. So now I'm right. spending extra money there. I'm staying extra days at Disney. They're getting more of my money. Yeah, it's a ploy, but I, I, I'm just saying. I actually am a <laughs> fan of. I'm a fan of the the reservation system staying. Honestly, yeah, I like it for I, the plan's yeah. sake. Your your admission to yeah. the park is guaranteed. You can't be capped out if you have a reservation for the park, right? Right. So right there you go. But you know, and have you have you gone? Is there is there a day you talked about, you know, like I know, Ryan, you you kind of made a, a last minute decision to go to uh, Disney this, you know, this weekend uh, time we're recording this. And ha have there have you ran into when you're trying to book reservation, you know, park reservations? Have you ran into it being, oh, well, this park's not available for the day I want to go? No, uh, all three days that we're going to be there, uh, there were availability for yeah. everywhere we wanted to go so thankfully yeah especially Same. with the opening Same. weekend I never, of the festival yeah i've never ran into a day that i wanted to go to a park and the park i wanted to go to wasn't available never and i've gone during very busy times right a lot of holiday weekends uh, i just yeah i don't so I don't mind the reservation system. I think it allows for a lot of other great things to happen. Yeah. Uh, but one of the other th rubs was too is like they they had to think about Disney has to think about people like traveling in mixed parties. And what I mean by that is someone may be a pass holder. Think about like like our situations, right? Like we're all pass holders. Um, but like I know our dads are not pass holders, yeah. right? So if they want if on the off chance that they go with us to Disney, 
for a trip, then they had to have a standard ticket. Well, their standard ticket and the quote unquote benefits that go with that standard ticket don't always align with the benefits of the annual pass. So how do you then align your plans for people in those mixed parties like that? Yep. And then you can't, you also can't get the genie plus for either. You can buy a multi-park genie plus for a standard ticket user just in the morning, right? You could just do it. But for pass holders, when you do a, a multi-day Genie Plus option, a multi-park Genie Plus option, you can select different attractions for that same day, right? So different attractions in different parks for that same day. Where an annual pass holder, you can't select, you can only select Genie Plus at one park. You can't select any Genie Plus ride experiences at another park until you have scanned in to that other park. How do you, how, again, if that Genie Plus is part of your ex- experience of going to Disney, then how is that how is that beneficial to someone that's in a mixed party where they have a person that, with a standard ticket that's able to make all these plans for Genie Plus, but their accompanying AP family member can't make the same plans? It's crazy time. Disney is going to plead the Crazy fifth. time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see if this is... You know, I'm waiting to see if this holds true, if they change it systematically uh, or if they design yeah. it to be this way. There's no way they could have designed it to be this way. We hope not. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> the only reason I bring it up is because everyone's making such a big deal of, oh, park hopping's back and park hopping's back and we don't have to make, you know, park reservations for certain days. Yeah, like, but it's hiding oh, something else. I don't really know. If, <laughs> I don't really know if it's all you know, as much of it to do as people are making it out to be. That's all. Yeah. So, sorry. One of us had to get on a tangent today. Well, I'm about uh, to get on is- another one, so don't worry. So, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as of today, um, and this is skipped an episode, and he's ready. This to is go. from Reuters, Reuters, however you say it. Um, Pixar has announced that they are going to be doing some layoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saw that as high as a 20 percent cut in staff. Hate this. So you're going from, you know, a 1,300 member staff to less than 1,000 this year. And, uh, man, that's, that sucks being, you know, that Elemental being one of the latest things to come out of Pixar. Exactly. was so good. We raved, you know, everybody has raved about it, and it's done so well in the box office. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a slow start, but after it picked up steam, mm-hmm. it, it, it did great. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunate because we thought, and maybe maybe they you know fattened up the staffing you know for for streaming or something like that, and of course the streaming deal right. is yep. everything streaming is falling to the wayside now all of a sudden, but I think it's because they're just now figuring out a business model and a paywall for it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just hope that the quality of film doesn't diminish. Hopefully, it's the, like the animators are still going to keep their jobs, and this is more of like a, a digital content jobs and marketing and stuff like that that's going to fall victim because uh, Pixar's got a good thing going right now with with Elemental being the the latest offering. Yeah, that's what I was saying when you when I first saw that announced. That's what I was thinking was, man, I sure hope you know with 
that momentum I felt that was building with Elemental, sure hope that doesn't go to the wayside. I sure hope that's not lost with these layoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about and, Pixar. I mean, we like, won't know. Time will tell. Yeah, we talked about like Pixar kind of kind of hitting a new stride with that and it being a more mature yeah. film than the others have been. And I'd, I'd hate for all of that momentum to, you know, be all in vain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One other quick thing too, just as a popular kind of news topic, if you will, just want to throw it out there. Cause it, it was, it was worth noting. Magic key went back on sale for Disneyland and queues were, as backed up as they ever have been. And Magic Keys sold out once again for Disneyland. So not surprised. Makes me wonder, will we ever get to that point again with Walt Disney World? Man, that's a that's a tough one. I, I miss I miss Disney World with the no cap. You know, it was just for sale at any given day. Cause it just feels like they are one hundred percent cat and mousing, you know putting us in a rat trap and controlling just how many are playing in the, in the supply and demand. Yeah. Yeah. Limited amount. Uh, Yeah. It's just create demand. It just makes you wonder, right. It's just, you, and you kind of keep that in the back of people's minds too, right? Like if people are pass holders right now, then it's a man, I maybe, I, I, you know what I'm thinking about maybe not renewing my pass, but, Man, what if they what if they stop selling them? Yeah. What if they what if what if I can't get it again? Yeah, what if I gotta wait five to wait for them to open it up? Yeah. Who knows when they're gonna open it up next? And then you've got the other people on the other side of that, right? Where they're planning their trips to Disney, right? A lot of these trips to Disney take a lot of planning. They a lot of time goes into the planning efforts, right? And so they're looking at the Mm -hmm. at the cost, right? And they're saying, Man, should I go should I buy a I don't know if I should buy annual pass. It's it's very expensive, especially for out of for out of state people, right? right? And it's like that's a lot of money up front. It's a lot of money that I have to to invest. Maybe I'll just get a maybe I'll just get a regular ticket. I don't know, but maybe I need to hurry up and make a decision because who knows when they're gonna shut them off. Mm-hmm. I, it's just this mm-hmm. weird psychological dynamic that people have that to they're deal winning with. at. You know, the whole, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Disney is winning at it for sure. Yeah, I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there that have held on to their annual passes for the sake of in, of having fear that they will not be able to get them later on. Yeah. Well, what I'm what I'm getting from this, too, is that with them not openly selling passes on a daily basis like they used to, that just tells me they're getting plenty of ticketed guests that they're not having to push for the money from the pass holders. True. Yeah. Well, they're getting it from all kinds of revenue sources. Well, yeah. I mean, from the parts. We talked about this a little bit, Justin, where on the last episode where all these promotions are, you know, were happening yeah. and with the, with the, you know, hotels and Disney plus. Yeah. And, it just, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. I don't feel like I've seen this many different promotions running at a single time and right. different types of promotions. I mean, they just released a Florida resident ticket special, Um, Uh they've got, they've got a lot of things happening right now. And, you know, we talked about that too, right? Where it's like, they may not be worried about getting people in the parks and Hey, if we discount this, right, whether it's the resort or whether it's the ticket then, or the food, 
then we'll throw they're this gonna, in we're gonna we'll get, meet you halfway yeah, here. Then people are just gonna be like, all right, well, I'll just spend that money I was saving and I'll spend it over here instead. They're getting the money either way at the end of the day. I in my opinion, they're getting they're getting your money. It was refreshing to see uh I believe it was a thirty five percent discount for pass holders recently. Yeah. It was nice to see a pass holder discount outweighing a, a, like a, a Florida resident or a Disney Plus subscriber for once. Because yeah. usually it's, we get this, like, as pass holders, we get the same exact discount that just someone with a Florida driver's license gets. Like, there's no yeah. incentive there. And sometimes you gotta you gotta check against those things. Yeah, we we talked about it on the last on the last episode, but me and Justin talked about that's the screenshot yeah. that I saw that I sent you guys for All Star Music, mm-hmm. right? Where it's sub a hundred yeah. bucks, and I mean it's been a while since we've seen that, but that was a Florida resident rate. All the annual pass rates had already been bought up, mm-hmm. so that was yep. you know cheaper for the Florida. So you gotta In check deal. those other rates. Yep. Each they deal would, has select days too, where there's more value than yep. others. Yeah, and there's based around the calendar too. Some deals have a have a fluctuating uh, deal amount or yeah. you know discount. It'll save percentage based on the date. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Where like if yep. you try like your it's like you know certain days of the week and even uh, certain months have different discount values mm-hmm. um, at different resorts and it fluctuates. So you, you definitely have to, uh, you know, play around with it. Typically yeah. it stays in the middle of the week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that have the highest discount. And then your weekend days mm-hmm. and your Fridays and uh, Mondays have a slight discount with Saturday and Sunday, basically, you know, just being shy of full yeah. price, but that's yeah nothing new. And that's why we lean on our friends at DVC rental store all the time, just to save on those Disney rack rates in general it's been a long time since i've leaned on annual pass uh discounts or florida resident discounts because we save so much by booking through dvc rental store well enough of our um tangents and and opinions and this (laughs) that and the other um let's head over i thought that's why people like to listen to us well yeah but I think it's more so of the food too, and uh, I think we're gonna dive into oh. a little bit of that this this episode. I'm sure. So um, let's go by yeah, the ATM probably. and let's all get a fifty fifty dollar bill, put it in we'll our pockets. Yeah, let's uh, let's head on down to Animal Kingdom and uh, let's see what fifty bucks can get us for the day, shall we? Yeah. Like if you it. haven't listened to any of our $50 challenges in the past, what we try to do is take $50 in our pocket and have the best day at the theme park on a budget. Uh, now, of course, you can do anything and everything you want to do. The best day for you may be something entirely different uh, for someone else. So we each have our own best days, whether we want to involve uh, a, day, a you know, day full of adventurous foods whether we want to invest in Genie Plus or uh, Lightning Lanes for a single ride attraction, uh, some souvenirs maybe, what have you, that day is different to everyone. So we've taken our own list, our personal list, to have the best day we can at Animal Kingdom today. We've done the other parks in previous episodes. If you want to check those out, uh, they are in the back catalog. Please go listen. They are super fun. Uh, I think this is a great way to kind of experience get an understanding of what what your money can actually get you 
at these theme parks and what type of different days you can have uh, on this type of budget at the theme park. So we are going to our last theme park, Disney's Animal Kingdom, one of my favorites. Um, this is this is a great park for this challenge. A lot of great offerings. There's, like I mentioned, there's attractions with lightning lanes. There's, of course, Genie Plus. There's great food, great souvenirs. If you're a Disney pin trader, elite location. Yes, for it. it is. And uh, yeah, guys, who wants to uh, who wants to kick us off uh, with how they're starting their fifty dollar day? I'd be happy to do the honors. All right. So, for my breakfast, as as always, with it's got to start with how food. I've done this. Oh yeah, well, mine's always been food, and I am continuing that trend. <laughs> we knocked out all four parks with nothing but food. So, uh, we are going to kick it off over by Kilimanjaro Safaris, because after breakfast, I am going on that safari first thing in the morning. Oh, it's a good one in the morning, that's for sure. Oh yeah, so we're going to go over by. Kusafiri Coffee Shop and Bacon. One of the best places. Amazing. And I'm picking up the egg and bacon croissant sandwich for $8.99. Solid. Get going in the morning breakfast. And then I'm hopping on the safari. Yeah. Safari's you gotta safari's a must do at Animal Kingdom. I don't care what day it is, you gotta go. And yeah, I'm definitely a morning safari guy. Especially this time of year. Ryan, cool. what, what, I'm either morning or right at night. Yeah. Yeah, they're just more active. They're more active first thing in the morning. Yeah. You get to see. I usually get to see the lions all all out and about too, which is pretty rare. Normally they're just laying on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Now I will tell you a a, a low key banger time to to go on the safari, and that's during the height of summer, but during like a, a nice just light soaking rain shower. Yes. Yes. I've done it once, and you are correct. Yeah, like where it's not a super heavy rain, but it's just a, yep. a consistent, good soaking rain and no lightning. But it, you know, the clouds are built up, and it's kind of like a, you know mid afternoon, so it gets dark and it cools off, and your shirt's a little uh-huh. wet. Yeah, that's that's where that's where I'm at. Yeah, authentic feel. I I honestly I felt that as he was talking, I was like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, <laughs> I put myself there real quick. Yep. <laughs> Well, um, f- I'll go next. Uh, so for I'm I'm starting out my day with some uh, with a strong breakfast. And if you are following us on any social media uh, platform, you may have noticed some short form video content of my pick uh, for breakfast. And this is something that we talked about uh, on a recent episode. That when we when it was announced, we absolutely had to try it. Uh, I finally got to try it. Uh, a couple months ago, and it's the pancake stuff sandwich. This is mm. sausage, it's egg, cheese, guava, jelly paste. Yes, all wrapped up in a nice pancake shell, if you will, in a mobile sandwich form. This is a hearty breakfast, uh, and for eight ninety nine, it's going to fill you up. It's so tasty. I will say. It's heavy on the pancake, so I recommend a coffee to go with it. But I'm gonna just, you know, I'm just gonna have my bottle of water with me and save some, save a couple of dollars for my budget today. So, but yeah, it's amazing. You can pick it up in a couple different locations. Uh, Drink Wall is where I got it from. 
they have an, a location in Pandora that serves it up as well. It's called something else there. Uh, I think it's Marshall's Pancake Sandwich. Yep, that's that Pongu Pongu. Uh, but yeah, there it is. Uh, and I think it's at one other location in Animal Kingdom. But yeah, you can only get it for during the breakfast time period. But definitely grab this item. And if you want to see more, if you haven't seen the video, go check our socials on Instagram, go YouTube. Go check out the video. It's good. So my morning is uh, going to be a little boring compared to y'all's because I'm going to just have a coffee and a bottle of water on the way to the park. But that is going to make up for the last you know portion of my day when I get to the lunch and dinner hours. Oh, okay. So uh, this would be okay. a good way for me to go ahead okay. and ca- uh, you know segue into the lunch hour. And uh, you guys can round table once I... Uh, Put my okay. offering out I'm there. I'm good with that. And um, this is worth skipping a breakfast because my ass is going to Nomad Lounge as soon as it opens. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to catch the early <laughs> lunch hour. Uh, going to get myself the grilled chicken satay. So you've got some skewer mm. chicken thighs mm-hmm. with curry marinade, cilantro, pickled green papaya, and some peanut sauce. And uh, mm-hmm. going to wash that down with a nice kungaloosh. You, 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 you yes. can't beat it. Uh, the the yeah. Kungalusha ale and is just, great. The just the environment itself too, right? I actually, I was I was struggling with my list because I do think mo- most of the time my ultimate day at Animal Kingdom includes Nomad Lounge, mm-hmm. and so I had to say, all right, what am I going to do? Like, do do I want to have more other experiences? Or do I want to sacrifice some of those to go to Nomad Lounge instead? And most of the time, I would say I'll go to Nomad Lounge because it is that much worth it. And had our budget been a little bit more, I would have done both. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. But, you know, I, I want to, you know, I like having a good breakfast that I can, that's mobile, that I can go and walk around that park, especially you go through like the Tree of Life area and all those gardens and stuff. There's oh, so much yeah. to see at this park. And people just walk yep. straight by. Harambe Falls, um, all that stuff. Yes, yes. And then, but yeah, I completely agree. Nomad is worth the admission of whatever you're going to purchase there just to sit there on that back porch right there on the yeah, river and just listen to the music from, from Pandora. Um, and, Ryan, you want to give them a tip on how to make sure they can sit outside or get quick service? first thing when they open yeah yeah as soon as they open be sure and get your name on the list asap uh you can actually line up at the server station or the hostess station outside of uh the nomad lounge and tiffin's restaurant area uh we actually did this on our first trip down together at animal kingdom lodge and um literally as soon as they opened the doors we were issued a table it was it was like clockwork it was magic and um yeah. yeah, you have to be there in person. There's nothing on the app to uh, make a reservation. It's it's a walk up deal. So just be sure mm-hmm. and, and grab you a spot in line and and uh, and be ready because uh, it's worth it. Yeah, I've I've been there plenty of times where it's they usually start they open at eleven, so that's when they usually start accepting people into the restaurant. But I've seen people about ten thirty starting to line up yeah. out there. Just to try to be the first ones in. And yeah, it is. It's definitely make 
make plans to be the early lunch goer, if you will, um, there. Get your, or at least get your drinking on a little earlier in the day. Why not? Uh, there. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, staying on par with typical Justin fashion, <laughs> we're going to have a midday snack stop. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> so, I'm not venturing very far from this area because I'm going right across the street as soon as I get done with the safari to Tamu Tamu Refreshments. All right. All right. Please tell me what you're getting. Jordan, you actually had this. I know what you're getting. (laughs) We are getting none other than the pineapple crisp sundae. Oh, yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, we are. Would you like to go into detail? No, because you are you are truly excited. I am, man. I love this. I love this. This is one of my favorite things in all of Disney World. Um, Please describe it. Well, I'm I'm gonna say just go watch the video. There's a video on Instagram for this, and 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 YouTube. There's a short there. Go watch that because it'll show it. I think I'll I'll let that do the talking because it'll sell anyone on this dish. Yeah. So couldn't agree more. And that's uh six and seventy nine. Six dollars and seventy nine cents. All right. So what you'll be out of pocket for that nice little treat. All right. So you're down what sixteen bucks? Yeah. Uh roughly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. What about um is that what about your lunch? Where are you go where are you heading for lunch after that? Or are you not having lunch? Is that gonna be <laughs> Oh, it's 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 a good one. Okay. So uh are we wanting to go ahead? Go and ahead, go ahead and have lunch because I'm okay. going to have some lunch at, uh, as well next. So, all right, not a problem. So, uh, lunch. I am venturing over to Pandora. Oh, okay. Now I know where you're going. Yep, and, I know where this uh, is going. I'm getting the chicken bowl at Satuli's Canteen. Yeah, yeah. that chicken bowl Noodles is fantastic. Rice. Noodles, 100. Yeah. percent Okay, absolutely easy, easy work. Uh, and that's thirteen dollars and twenty nine cents out of pocket. And trust me, a great value for the food. The so good, food you get. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. The amount of food is insane. Um, so this is kind of funny, Justin, because our paths are kind of on the same trajectory here. So for my lunch, I kind of went with a combo deal. So I I went okay. to so I went to the back of the park, right? I went to to the uh, to Drinkwalla. Right, which is back there in Asia, and now I'm right. headed back into Africa uh, for lunch, and I'm going to Kusafiri, and I'm grabbing the mm-hmm. marinated pork flatbread sandwich. Oh yeah, you raved it's about this. One, I yeah, it was it's insane. Um, you were following my footsteps, and honestly, guys, for all the listeners out there, I'm just giving you one of my days that I've actually done at Animal Kingdom. So, Ooh. do with that what you will. But this is this is an actual actual day for me uh so at 10 49 this thing it's a i mean it's it's kind of like um more like a pita if you would but just it's giant the yeah. pork is so good so juicy um great great flavor but i'm gonna carry that because you know what's just down uh you know a couple paces down from kusafiri right guys uh i think uh a certain bar yeah, yeah dawa bar is right there and yeah uh, so I'm going to walk it over there and I'm going to go grab a Safari Amber from Dollar Bar while I'm standing right there at a high top. Uh, so I'm in the shade. I'm $22 in for this lunch and I'm still having a great experience. Amazing. I'm getting to people watch all over the place because it's one of the best places for that. 
And I'm enjoying a fantastic lunch. Again, filling, hearty, flavorful. And if the timing works out, I'm seeing Justin finish his pineapple snack. In, oh, it's happening. You know, so. I am not ashamed to grab a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning with you, sir. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Not ashamed. Yeah. So there you have. Not only that, but Dawa Bar. Exactly. Man, come exactly. on. So I have spent $31 now just to, just to keep up for those doing the math. Well, I guess this is where I come back into the fold. Um, and since we are <laughs> keeping score here, I am at $25 with my one stop of the day so far. But that was at Nomad Lounge where things are a little more pricey. So I'm kind of doing a quality yeah. over quantity for this one. And um, don't blame me one bit. Find it there. I, this, you know, my last uh, fifty dollars challenge was more experience based than than food. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. one's all food, so <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead. And, <laughs> Which is also deservedly. It's so. an experience from where you're having food at, though. Yeah, and we already True. have said before. That's where the experience. Animal is. Kingdom has some of the best food. Period. Anyways, it, especially yeah. selection yeah. wise. Um, Facts. But I'm going to make me a stop for dinner uh, in the afternoon hours, and I'm going to a place I have enjoyed thoroughly uh, several times, and that would be Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, I knew yeah. one of you would have it. It's uh, <laughs> it's only right if I got the baked mac and cheese with pulled pork. Um, yes. You're yes. talking, you know, baked mac and cheese with breadcrumb topping, some pulled pork, Two crispy fried onion rings on top. I mean, little drizzle of barbecue sauce. I mean, tell me where it sounds bad. Yeah, you said you this wasn't an experience focus, sir. That is an experience. Yeah, <laughs> eating that is an experience. Yeah, and washing it down with a Safari Amber Ale. I mean, that comes in at twenty four dollars and some change. So that's that's my entire budget. But that is two hellacious food experiences. For yeah, fifty yeah. bucks. Especially if you can snag yourself a seat over uh, within exactly. eye view of yeah, Kevin. Exactly. Well, you get on that side of Ke- where in the main pathway where Kevin normally comes out, or you go to the back to the water, right where hardly anyone goes, and you're right there on the waterway, mm. staring at the Tree of Life. You got the water. Either way, and W, looking across over at Everest. I have done both. Come on, again. You said you weren't going on experience, but <laughs> just saying, it sounds like a pretty awesome time. Anywhere you can sit your ass down <laughs> at Animal Kingdom, you're going to have an experience. I promise you. <laughs> and if you've done this, you know what we're talking about. Like Animal Kingdom is full of just those. It just, just, you don't have to wait in line for it. this, these types of experiences. It's just. And if you have one too of much things, of that mac awesome. and cheese and pulled pork. You might have another type of experience later. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I've lived it. You'll remember it. I have lived it, but um, it's a risk versus reward type of thing. And yeah. um, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to take that. I've risk. never regretted it. So, <laughs> but I'm great news is the facilities right there nearby Flame Tree oh, are yeah. pretty and good. And I'm always prepared. So, preparation is key. Got to be prepared. Yeah. Man, my mouth is watering from that now. All right, so Ryan, you, you kind of led me to this here. Uh, my dinner, I want to enjoy the show on the uh, Tree of Life. 
from Flame Tree. <laughs> and uh, boys, I'm going all in on this. Oh, Ribs and chicken. Oh, combo. I knew it was a combo. I knew it was a combo. Boys, <laughs> for fifteen ninety nine. I mean, my God, my God. I have had I'm, that I'm combo. Actually, of course, you will leave sick because it is so much food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, you'll be able to bring stuff back yeah. to your hotel. Yeah. And that's a fifteen ninety nine meal, by the way. Mm. So at the end of the day, I spent forty five dollars and six cents. Oh. So I could throw a beer on top of there. To be fair, like. that's cheaper than Sonny's could barbecue. Could get a press penny, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. 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 And better. Yes, much better. Not wrong. So So yeah. Yeah. I again Justin, I'm telling you, I'm I'm just trailing along here. Uh, just follow your nose like two can't Sam, brother. Well, I'll show you the way from Africa. I'm just going to take that nice uh, that nice walkway that's behind everything, kind of behind the scenes. Walk myself into the back of Pandora, and I'm going to sell to the canteen again. Um, but I, I'm going to have the smoked chimichurri braised beef bowl. Not a bad choice. At fourteen forty nine, I'm going to fill myself up for dinner, and if you're doing the math, that's about forty five dollars, just over forty five dollars. I've left myself a little bit extra room for a nice little dessert that I'm going to grab from again having that being there in Pandora. I'm going to grab the lumpia from Pongu Pongu. Yeah, you are three seventy nine. Yes, you I'll are. Finish the day off just under budget. $49 and change, and I will have experienced pretty great meals. Well done. Uh, well done, Honestly, sir. that's a great variety of meals. And I've hit half the park, Dude. too. Most of the park, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. your steps in and burn some calories. Didn't burn you gotta them all. Got to see a lot you, of sights. You burn some, but you got to see a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you had great experiences finish, along and, the way. Hey, who doesn't want to finish off with nighttime in Pandora? With a the pineapple lumpia You're in not hand. wrong, sir. Couldn't think of any other way to do it. So, there you have. That's my fifty dollars. Man, but so worth it. Incredibly worth it. My mouth is watering. It's funny. All of us went for all of us went for completely for food this on this one. Well, it, it kind of fits the mold. We all said highly underrated for food selections. Yeah, yeah, they sure are. I promise you, people, go go find these hole in the walls. Yeah, I, I mean, what I appreciate about Animal Kingdom is that they continue to take risk as far as the food offerings go. Yeah. They're definitely the most adventurous when it comes to the styles of food that they offer, uh, especially from a quick service setting, most of the, which most of these are from. Um, so, yeah, it's I, – I love it. I, I – I love just seeing the different things come about at Animal Kingdom that I think they really kind of put there for trial and see. I I mean, you guys saw that that giant cinnamon roll that I had that I had never oh seen gosh. before. And I just walking through the path like we had just gotten some some stuff at Starbucks and I'm walking past. I'm like, well, now I've got to get that. Yeah. And this thing was the size of my head. But. It was great. It's, I just, I think they just keep rolling these things out. I mean, that pancake, that stuffed pancake sandwich is another perfect example of that, right? Like, man, it's 
these crazy kind of like off things yeah. that they don't push in any other parks, or really any other like restaurants, um, you know. And I just I appreciate it because then I can I can well, be adventurous with with what I'm gonna try. I also appreciate what they do with the food at Animal Kingdom because they take some usual things that you would find and just throw a little spin to it. Throw throw just something outlandish in a presentation style to it. Uh, or maybe even introduce some different meats or well, different varieties yeah. of things to replace them uh, from your typical things. And it's amazing still. Yeah. Like, look at the um, Mr. Kamal's fries. It's French fries, yeah. right? Yeah. But then they do these different sauces and stuff. With the curry ketchup. On, and it makes it, and... It's in, yeah, it makes it this different culinary experience versus just having some fries or having like a generalized, generalized snack. And that's why, like, when I'm at Animal Kingdom, I. I can't stand to see, I mean, I don't want to sound brash, but I can't stand to see people with just like regular snacks, right? Like, yeah. why are you, why are you walking around Starbucks. with like, why are you spending your money on like a bag of chips or, you know, or popcorn or like, what, why do you have that standard stuff? Like go grab something that is unique to this park that you're only going to get here. I mean, it's not like crazy, but the fact that they're doing you know, street corn, like grilled corn. Yeah. Right there yes, in front sir. of it. good. Fresh. Aside from like a select Epcot Festival food menus, you're not getting that anywhere else. And like, what other theme park are you getting that? Freshly grilled vegetables. From? Yeah. Even, That's even what we're like talking the, about. Um, like the kids meal at Satuli Canteen with the cheeseburger pods. Yes, the cheeseburger a pods. Great yes. example of that. that, and that's a great way to uh, to save some money, right? Yep. For someone that wants to stay under a budget, that's a good conscious effort on uh, the ability to do that. But again, it's just that spin, like you talked about, Justin. It's just that spin of yeah. taking something spin. that you are familiar with and making a slight spin on it and changing it enough to where when you ex- when you are eating it, it is a different experience yep. and. It's. I think it's funny that you know we all went food rather than experience, but I think here at Animal Kingdom, almost like, everything that you do here is an experience, mm-hmm. including eating, because of the cultural accuracy of it. They yes, I, I just yeah. I think there's. I think there's something to say about that because none of these other parks have been that, right. Or at least have that much influence like Animal Kingdom yeah. does. Yeah, aside from a few That's of a the shops throughout Epcot pavilions. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, yep. Like that, the yep. macarons or the, the UK fish and chips. It, it, yeah, but as far as Animal Kingdom goes, it's it's a wider variety. It's what, we've talked about Whole it so many level. times, especially on our, our quick service episodes. But Animal Kingdom is literally the top tier of quick service food by any means. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. just yeah. the sheer variety and the amount of locations within the park. So, yeah. Well, that's with us not even mentioning Yak and Yeti. Oh, yeah. The sit down restaurants. Yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Like you we're we covered, I mean, with, with the exception of Nomad Lounge, which is service, but still in a lounge style, right? Whereas we covered everything else from a quick service location. Yeah. So 
I mean, you've got all these options to sit down and have a true culinary experience. And that can be a large part of your day, right? If I said, hey, I'm, I have 50 bucks and you know what? I'm going to have my $50 for the day and I want to have an experience at Animal Kingdom. I might just walk into that park and I might just walk around the gardens, right? I may walk around in the tree of life and take everything in there. And I may go have a nice lunch or a nice dinner for $50 at Tiffin's where it's character dining. I get to see all the characters in their, you know, in their safari outfits and I get to have a crazy meal there. And that could be the experience that someone wants for that money, right? That could be your Very day true. at Animal Kingdom if that's what you wanted it to be. And I still think that would be an awesome time at Animal Kingdom. Hell yeah, it would. So that's why in the opening to this, right, is that's kind of what I meant, mean by, you know, your the days may be different to you versus someone else, but it doesn't mean that they're bad experiences. And I think Animal Kingdom especially presents you with the opportunity to have some amazing experience in a multitude of ways. I couldn't agree more. So I, yeah, as expected, I loved getting to do the challenge here at animal kingdom. And I think, you know, we teased it a little bit. We kind of joked about it, but I think the next challenge, I think we will take, I think we will take $50 over to, to Disney Springs. And I think we will see what we could do with it. Um, at, a single location. That's going to be the, that's going to be the challenge. You have fifty dollars to spend oh. at a single location at Disney Springs. Oof, that will be a kicker. Yeah. So that's where we're headed to next for for this challenge series. So if you've enjoyed it this far, uh, we appreciate it for one. But stay tuned for that. I think that'll be uh, that'll pretty be pretty awesome. Um, hell, we might uh, we might bring it over to to the resorts as well. Uh, in that same type of fashion, that yeah, could be uh, that could be a crazy day. That could be yeah. a crazy day too. So, with that, again, listeners out there, thank you so much for listening, supporting us. Uh, we've got a we've had a bevy of uh, feedback, uh, reviews coming in, uh, just messages on social, uh, just DMs. We appreciate the love and kindness and support. Yeah, thank you. And it means so much to see and read all these comments and messages. And just, again, just people reaching out means so much. It means so much that you're out there listening. Uh, we've talked about this a lot where, you know, we started this show. And we're just we're just talking into microphones and we didn't, we don't, we, you know, we're just kind of doing it for us. But at the same time, hopefully someone starts, to, you know, maybe could get something from it. And, um, and it's becoming, you know, Day by day, that's becoming more and more evident that people are getting something from uh, from this, from listening to us, and whether it's our bantering and or our opinions that we could <laughs> go off the rails on a little bit, uh, pun intended. It's it's uh, truly inspiring to uh, to us to to see to see that and to get that feedback. So truly appreciate that. Truly appreciate you you know spending time with us, uh, sharing us with your friends, your colleagues, your family, um, can't, uh, can't say enough. And, uh, Ryan, you weren't here with us, um, the last time, but how's it feel to, uh, to now be recording episodes that start with 100? Man, it's still, um, 
it still feels a little surreal that we're we're this far. Uh, you know, when you first talked us into this one and you said episode 102 it's like man that's a couple extra syllables and i'm used to hearing with that with that cadence <laughs> um, yeah yeah but yeah i mean i mean we we've talked about it the past couple of episodes you know with with us kicking off the new year and episode 100 and going forward um it's been it's been a, a blast up to this point and uh just looking back at where we started and where we're at now um we knew we would get to this point eventually but you know in the short amount of time that we have it's been it's been pretty crazy but um yes it all the kind words and the the messages and everything else we've gotten here lately uh you guys that that adds a fuel to the fire like you wouldn't believe um we already lit a fire under each other's asses already just you know to (laughs) to stay on the grind and, and keep pushing but whenever Whenever we have the masses that um, that that listen to us, take their time out of their day to listen to us, and uh, and take the time to give us kind words, um, that's that's everything we need in tenfold. And uh, we're gonna keep pushing. We're gonna keep digging, and uh, we're gonna find we're gonna find a lot more stuff out there to to keep pushing out to the to the public, and it, it gives us purpose. That's for sure. And speaking of getting more and more stuff out, listeners, if you have something in mind that you would like to see us cover feel free reach out let us know we are open to suggestions if you have something in specifically in mind that you would like to have covered we'll be happy to look into it and try and build an episode around it uh but like jordan said it's been a pleasure to see all the interactions all the engagements uh all the nice words and messages it's it's encouraging for us and it's fuel to the fire to keep us going and uh this locomotive ain't stopping anytime soon. So thank you all so much to our listeners. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Uh, so if you haven't done so already, please go check out um, you know, your podcast platform choice, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Go click those stars and leave us a rating. Uh, if the platform allows you to do so, leave us a quick review. L- write a couple words. Let us know. But more importantly, let other listeners know what you think of the show uh, so they can get get an idea of what they're what they're going to listen to. Uh, I think it's I think it's great. And again, so many so many great words have been shared there uh, for for uh, you know for us and for other listeners. So we really appreciate all that, uh, fellas. Man, it's good. Ryan, it was great to have you back on here, man. Um, I you know me and Justin can keep this thing running a bit, but you know it just feels it feels like the right thing when when it's. Yeah, it feels everybody. Again. Yeah, so yeah. happy to happy to have you. Um, enjoy your trip. Enjoy your trip to Disney. I'm going to. I know it's been a long time Both coming. Man, I need it. And we'll, you know, you'll you'll have your trip. And then as people are listening to this episode, again, I'm headed down there for Festival of the Arts. And then we'll turn right back around, and I think we'll uh, give a little recap of uh, what we experienced um, between our two between our two trips together. So if you uh, want to kind of hear the first part of how, uh, how 2024's edition of festival of the arts went, then uh, stay tuned and we will unload that and more. Anything else guys? Uh, Yeah. On top of our trip visits, we actually have a family barbecue coming up too. So we may uh, cover some antics from that a little bit of, a little bit of beer drinking, a little bit of uh, grilling, you know, doing some hot dogs and hamburgers and oh, yeah. channeling our inner oh, yeah. dad. So, um, 
you know, we might we might do a little coverage just from something a little different. You know, it's still us. It's us guys as a group. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like that. Something outside of Disney. He channel a little bit of our our you know silly antics. I think I need a, I think I need a off the monorails apron. Oh man. For the grill. Yes. And hey, now we're talking and it about says grill merch. pilot. <laughs> Had the monorail stripes I, on it. You know. Just have it. Yeah. No, just just have it say "Nice work, pal." Right here. I love it. Let the man cook. Let the man let, cook. Let cook. <laughs> Go check it out. Offthemonorails.com. Check out the merch. We've got Festival of the Arts inspired merchandise. A full imagination collection, if you will. Uh, so go check that out. I love the way you did and that. And support the show if you want to uh, grab some cool merch. There's a lot of people that love it, especially this line. I think it's one of my favorite lines that we've ever done. And you never know what we might add to the collections. Ayo. Maybe a grill apron. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned to the socials. And as always, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Peace. Peace.